Welcome, everybody, um, and those who are getting in here. Welcome to the Real Relationship Report show. Yep, yep, yep. Okay, my name is Shan. That is Dungeon. You can what find up, up? this app. At us, follow us, subscribe if you're not new. And if you're new, I'm sure we're going to tell you something that's going to ruffle a little feathers, but it's going to be the truth. Um, the Real Relationship Report is where Dungeon and I come up with uh, interesting topics that everyday people deal with when they are involved with other people. So I like to think no matter if you are in a relationship where you can title it, if you deal with people, if you engage with people, if you physically um, touch on people and they touch on you, you are in a relationship of some sorts. So um, a lot of what we say will apply. You can find the Real Relationship Report on Twitter. Um, I'll go ahead and I'll post the sh- upcoming shows on there. I'll talk to people on there. I'll talk to other podcasts on there. Like, follow. I promise you I will follow you back if you engage in conversation. And you can find us on IG at OG underscore Dungeon and at She Gets It Podcast. You can also find the Real Relationship Report podcast show on Apple Podcasts app, Google. Um, where else can you find it? Red Circle, uh, Spotify, and subscribe, and you'll never miss a show. So we usually do a show about three times a month on here on the Stereo app where we could get live feedback. Um, have you tested if they allow um, you to add more people in the recording works or no? Um, no, I haven't, I haven't tested that feature yet. Okay. I've only, um, I started off, you know, with inviting multiple people. Mm-hmm. And that's that's all I've done so far. Or I've I've joined in in other people's stuff, but Okay. I gotta um do it a different time and test if multiple people if the show will still record because that's the only reason why I never really add a third person in on here with us. Uh-huh. Because I don't know if it's gonna record correctly. So uh-huh. to play it safe, I'm not going oh, to I, um, I actually can't it it does record it correctly, but the timing is off, mm. and you have to find what the time difference is from whatever part you wanna um you wanna record and put on something on another uh, platform. That's yes. what I've noticed. I'm trying to switch it over. It's like ten seconds or six seconds behind, something like that. It's lagging. Yeah, okay. yeah. Okay. Well, we're not gonna do that. So I took that option off. But if anybody yeah. would like to comment while we're recording, um, we'll try to hit it once it gets up to five or six messages and just play them straight through throughout the show. But um, tonight I have a good topic for you guys. Uh-huh. I want to talk about what about you would make a good man stay? Uh-huh. Because I think women love to talk about You know, there are no good men or men don't know how to act. And if men would do this, then we would do this as women. And that sounds good, but I'm starting to think that women don't even know if there's anything that they have as character um, standards that would make a good man want to stay. Um, I'm starting to feel like women today don't know what a good man is. Okay. If 
women today do know what a good man is realistically under all the fluff of oh I, I haven't met a good man I don't think that they want one yes. thank you facts these are facts <laughs> like how do you feel about how do you feel about it uh, the exact same way I feel like a lot of women sabotage themselves out of getting what they're looking for mm-hmm. to um, impress what other people think they should be looking for you mm-hmm. know what they, they say they want so um, I think we had said this on the last year where I was like uh, that lame that guy you call lame mm-hmm. might actually be everything you've been looking for but because it's not cool to date a lame guy or that guy that's, that's too available for you mm-hmm. you know like you should actually give him a chance you know as long as he ain't hopping out the bushes and all that I'm like cause a, lot <laughs> of those, a lot of those guys ain't doing the bullshit all these other niggas are doing it's, that actually is the person who yeah. is kind of re- ready to be on your level and do and build with you, but you busy pushing him away because uh, the social media doesn't say that that's the type of guy you should be dating, even though social media don't know shit. You know, but I, I feel like I see a, a lot, especially when I was on the scene, a lot of women would just sabotage themselves out of being with a good man just to impress their friends. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, no, I want a guy that has drama. I want to be able to talk about how many baby mamas my bad, my daddy, uh, baby daddy got and mm-hmm. all that stuff instead of just having, you know, a quality man next to him. Mm. So. I think women today know what a good quality man is. Mm-hmm. Well, we're going to teach him. We're going <laughs> to teach him. Okay, mm-hmm. so, um, write that down so you don't skip over that. Good yeah. quality. <laughs> Man. All right. Um okay. People are slowly coming in here. Appreciate you. Who we got in here okay. now? Lena and Meg Spicy. Okay. Um, all right. So do women today respect good men? <laughs> like I'm talking about um uh, Sierra's husband without the millions, would they respect him? Nah, he, see, he's what they would call a lame without the millions. Mm. Mm-hmm. God fearing, doesn't really curse, kind of low key, mm-hmm. has his own little lane, doesn't wear the dopest shit, mm-hmm. you know, isn't wagged out, all, ain't, ain't got a chain on all the time, isn't always on the scene, and uh, talks about and shows that he loves and respects his wife. Not mm-hmm. popular. Not popular. Sorry. Not popular, not wanted without the millions. But I guess the millions makes him attractive. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The millions makes... makes. Now, that's what I really want. No, you don't, because you, you wouldn't want that without the millions. Yeah. With the millions, lay by the pool and do what Sierra's doing. You know, you're like, oh, yeah, that's what I want. He seems like a good guy. But you you've gotten that exact same option mm-hmm. without you know at forty five thousand a year, and you're like, nah, you a lame. You rather go try a drug dealer out. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there are a lot of women today that are attracted to drug dealers, but oh at this time, I've watched enough mob movies and uh, kingpin movies, and I'm not even talking about uh, block players. I'm talking about like the real heads and. It's always two things or three things that's their downfall. Uh-huh. 
one, their lack of self-control, two, pussy, and three, keeping quote-unquote associates around disguised as friends. Yep. Okay? So to me, it's kind of like I don't like being around people who don't have peace, and I don't like being around people who can never settle down and be comfortable with what they have. And when you live a life of selling drugs or selling guns or you know knocking off people for money to maintain your lifestyle and you have a family your household is never at peace you're always worried about somebody looking somebody doing something somebody seeing you somebody coming after you and somebody coming for something you have and I always knew like I didn't want that for myself so I've never talked to a man or stuck around people that I knew was like in the streets in some illegal shit. Yeah, I definitely feel you on that. I've I've never been as as a man. I think we have a phase where that shit's cool to us too. Like you know, more or less in the high school years, did you see it? Mm-hmm. And all the makers. Oh yeah, you know the gang members are cool, and some of your boys are gang members, especially if you play basketball like me, or mm-hmm. you in the street. You know, you you tend to, to mess with them, but once you hit like college years and, and get a little bit older, and see how quickly those lives get taken, yeah. or how a lot of that comes with unnecessary drama from beef and all that, and mm-hmm. you're like, I want to live, I, I want to have a family and, and all that. You're like, yeah, I'm moving on from that as the male. Mm-hmm. But some women seem to, you know, keep on wanting to deal and live with them niggas. Like later on in their 30s and 40s, yeah, still out here dating a nigga on the block, and you're like, what's 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 the allure <laughs> of this nigga? You know what I mean? In and out of jail. He's a real nigga. Yeah, mm-hmm. but like, what is he doing for you? Right. Is keeping oh. it real paying bills? Keeping it real? Keeping a father figure around all these children you got ahead? Is keeping it real keeping him in the house and keeping him from cheating on you? No. No. You no. know what's the craziest thing with that too before I play these messages? Mm-hmm. When women have multiple kids by a man who consistently been in and out of jail for all of her kids' lives. And then when he calls from jail or prison, they want the child to show some respect because their father is on the phone. (laughs) Yeah, it's sad, man. Sad. I don't care who you are, where you are, and even the um, fathers out here who are not locked up behind physical bars but I know a lot of fathers out here, especially brown complexion fathers, um, suffer with mental bars in their mm-hmm. mind. Happy Father's Day, but you cannot father through a phone. You cannot oh. father through FaceTime. You cannot father by coming around four times a year. And I'm sorry, unless you're doing something consistent every day or making time for your child no matter what and making sure you uh, put aside money so you can visit your child at least three times a month, every month, wherever they are. Uh That's not fathering. Nope, not at all. But I'm going to play these messages before we go any further. Okay. Let's get it. I don't think women... have any idea what a good man is because I don't think that they think that they can be 
a good woman to a good man. Mm. I think that a lot of people has this big list of things that they expect from another person that they can't even give the same things that they want. Yeah. Got that right. Yeah. That's right. It's kind of like when your mom gave you food as a child. Don't take more than uh, you can eat. Uh, Uh My mom always used to tell us, your eye too big for your belly. Mm -hmm. And all that meant is you're taking what your eyes see, but you're not going to be able to eat it, so you're going to waste it. And I do take that mindset into relationships. And I was talking yep. about this yesterday with another podcaster from the Barbie's Way, Courtney, and I said, I would never approach a man um, and him be a millionaire or billionaire and not have no debt and uh, his kids are grown and my kids are, you know, still young and they need me more. And maybe like, oh, we're going to have a great relationship. No, our lifestyles are in two different things. I owe hella like school debt loans to these people. And what do I look like feeling like I'm going to be comfortable next to a man who's a millionaire and spend his time doing um great investments and getting to where he gets to for him to be like you know what I know you're listening you're used to taking vacations whenever you want with the women you date and you are in relationships with but you can't do that with me because I have this hourly job that I work I have these two young kids like that will be completely ridiculous for me to think that I am the only woman that his eyes would see or he would want yeah, exactly. But that's because you're reasonable. <laughs> you know, that's a logical way to think about a situation like that. Everybody thinks about the money and that's it. They heard money. Yeah. And think that, that that's what it is. But that's what my whole situation where I always said, date in your lane. Stay in your yes. lane. Yes. You can work at McDonald's and just because you got a fat ass and a nice body and go try and find you know, the CEO of a company and be like, yeah, we're going, this is going to work out. Right. People who make money will start to resent you quicker than anybody else Mm -hmm. because they're going to look at you and be like, even though you may not be trying to use them for their money, it Mm -hmm. looks like you are because you're so broke. Yeah. (laughs) Like you can't do financially what, so, all right, you dating the CEO. Y'all both got time. Let's say you both ain't got no kids. He got some vacation time. You got vacation time. He's going to be like, yeah, you want to go to Turks and Caicos? You make $10 an hour. You're going to say yes. Mm-hmm. But now you don't know him that well. You don't know if he wants to go Dutch on this. Mm-hmm. Just, yeah, you ain't his girlfriend. Y'all just dating. You bad and yeah. all, but rich. So now he could pay for this trip easily. Mm-hmm. But he might be expecting you to pay for it. What you going to do with your $10 an hour and get on Turks and Caicos? And that's <laughs> awkward as fuck, Dungeon, because yep. in the beginning... I don't feel like people who are millionaires go to like Starbucks and and they want to have like a a coffee with you and that's going to be like, ooh, this was our first date. No, their first date is going to be like, meet me here and it's going to be like, but there's no building address. I know it's a dock. You got to go on my yacht and then we're just going to go see this. And it's kind of like, what? Like, I was so uncomfortable. 
uncomfortable. I would be so uncomfortable because, again, let's say if we're around his peers and his friends and mm-hmm. they talk to me about what I do, am I really going to be like, oh, I work at a restaurant? Nope. And what are you, how are you going to uphold the conversation? They're going to be talking about investments, millionaire shit, running businesses, running corporations. Yeah. Running corporations. You can't talk about flipping the burgers and patties at McDonald's or how somebody got you on your Applebee's. And that's why a lot of pretty women who just model for um, big labels, they might date millionaires. They might date um, uh, A-list actors and actresses. Uh But at the same time, when you see them together, they're not even talking. They have nothing to discuss. Not at all. Now, if, if you okay with that, with that lifestyle, then so be it. Where you gonna be in the mansion all the time by yourself? You got the fucking pool boy because mm. you're out flying around the world, fucking whatever he wants to do, whatever yeah. he wants. If you do come home, you go out to a nice dinner, you can't even look each other in the eye because you're both so disgusted with what this relationship is about, which is absolutely nothing. And this is a transaction. Yeah, you know, I need someone to come home to. I have no kind of interest in you mentally, physically, whatever. You just living off my money, and because you look good, you get to stay in this house. And both of you know that shit, and it all comes down to, like, what do you want from this person? Because I don't think today people even understand what a healthy relationship is, especially if they haven't come from one. Nah, exactly. Most of them are coming out of raggedy-ass relationships, raggedy-ass people, and they, like I said, we people are still learning how to communicate, Jan. Yeah, they just they're learning the shit we talk about on here. Mm-hmm. Like what you hear other people talking about most of the time is basic level shit. We're not even in the trenches. No. We look, yo, uh, call your woman. You know when you get home from work sometimes. What? Why I got to call her? She don't need to know my business. You be like Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, like. You don't even want to do the simple shit. It's like yeah. people are so all about themselves that they think everything is a form of some type of submission or making you look weak or disrespect. You know, don't ask me what I bring to the table. Don't question what do you think I'm a failure? You went, oh my God. You know, we just talking, yo. <laughs> I'm trying to get to know you. Don't try to get to know me. I'm a private person. I'm crazy. Yeah. Man, wait till this list come out. I got this list. Okay, so you know that you mentioned earlier how women never want to go for the man that has time for them and mm-hmm. how sometimes women might be passing up a great guy that has time for them. Mm-hmm. I'm of that. I don't like men that have ample time for me. Yeah, all of y'all are guilty of it. It's just you. And, and, <laughs> and it's not because I don't want a man that makes time for me. It's because I've been around enough men that's not doing what they need to do for themselves that that's yeah. an automatic turn off me. I, I get it. So hear, hear, hear me this. Hear me this. Some men, it's not that they don't have shit to do. Mm-hmm. Some genuinely very interested in you and want to get things started and like want to try and get to know you and take you out. So mm-hmm. they go like that. But once you get past that phase, you see that he has friends. You see that he has his own life. You see that he also has a lot of what you're looking for in a man. Mm-hmm. Like, I get it. It's a, it's a, it's not a good look. It's the optics. But sometimes y'all gotta let them optics go unless there is a sign of crazy. 
You know, like sometimes just just push push that shit to the side and be like, you know what? We seem like he might be a bit desperate. I'm gonna give him one date. I'm gonna see if he acting crazy. If he is, come <laughs> with him. But y'all just cut the nigga off because he called you twice in a day. You know, <laughs> why you call me twice? Uh, they weren't back to back. You don't know me. Like you know what? You crazy. I'm done. You go, and now you calling a nigga in prison. I, I, I mean, what you get now? You I, know? Usually <laughs> up, I usually end up talking to the man that has like backed up nuts. Oh, oh lord! So like you know when men when men be having like backed up nut and they need to nut they be too excited and it be yeah. too quick. That that's who I usually end up um, just like having good discussion with and they take it too far too fast and then yeah. I I pump my brakes hard. Uh huh. You like wait hold on? I ain't mean for you to send me no dick pic now. What's this? Listen, <laughs> who asked you for this? You wildin', bro. Like, yo, but yeah, you, so... you was talking about how you like the orgasm and all that. I'm like, yes, I didn't ask for a dick pic, though. Yeah. <laughs> like, and then, like, they start, you tell them that you like the color yellow, and then you start getting, like, mad packages to your house randomly that are yellow. You start, <laughs> like, yellow flowers. They start, like, tagging you and all the yellow shit. I'm just like, ugh. I'm like, no, this is too yeah. much. Now, like, that's a sign of crazy, though. Yeah, <laughs> I can't do that. And what you said earlier about um, getting to know a man and then you find out that he has friends. That's a, I feel like that's a red flag. When you talk to a man and he never has friends and you never meet his friends and he doesn't talk about his family and he's just very like shut down about that shit and it's just him and his dick. Mm-hmm. That's a red flag for me. I can't. Yeah, I, I give you the red flag because uh, Chris Rock said that shit decades ago. Where he was like, if you're dating someone and you have not met his family, you are not his girlfriend. <laughs> I was like, yeah, he's basically true. That's what the red flag is. If well, they- that doesn't that doesn't apply to mama's boys because mama's boys will know that their sons ain't shit. Know that they got a girlfriend. Meet the other girlfriend. Not say shit. Have dinner. Do all this shit. Sometimes the the other one be at their house and they don't say shit because they just know, okay, that's my son. I'm going to have my son back regardless. So sometimes that don't even work. Yeah. Sometimes meeting the family don't mean shit. And because I've seen that so many times, when I meet people's family, I'm not excited about it. Yeah, I will give you that because I had that done to me in reverse. Now, me, I don't do that. I wouldn't waste my family member's time to meet um, a female that I was just going to fucking get rid of. That's just, yeah. that's, that's a waste of everybody's time to me. Yeah. But I had a woman who I dated, and I think she was trying to use me financially. Mm. And, uh, it was working for a minute because <laughs> I had money to blow. And it was, um, she brought me around her whole family. Wow. Everybody kept a secret. They were introducing me, blah, 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 all that stuff. And then basically I ended up, fast forward, we dated for a full year. And I'm talking, she ain't walking off doing no secret phone calls. I'm at her apartment. She at mine. Full fledged, like, everything's cool. One year hits. She make up some lame excuse about the fact that I didn't have any kids. And she didn't think that I could relate to her as far as dating when it comes to the children aspect. Mm-hmm. A good match. After a year, she says this. After, you know, we done been on trips and Usher concerts and expensive gifts and all that. Mm-hmm. You now, all of a sudden, me not having kids as if I lied. 
<laughs> like I, I got kids, you just never see them. You know, like no, yeah. you knew that from day one when I was trying to bag you. Says that that's a problem. So we let we let the little breakup go. I'm like, you know, thinking of something suspicious. Yeah. Two weeks later, her Facebook shit goes engaged to such and such. I'm like, wow, what the hell, wow, like, no, not in a relationship. Shit said engaged. I was like, oh, your wow. nigga was in the army. What? Wow. Have full fledged fake ass relationships because we was fucking. Don't get it twisted. I'm not even that type of thing you will get away with that with. They're yeah. just fucking everything, you know. And mm. I'm like, you got a whole, whole man come home. And yeah, I met the mom, the family, all of these motherfuckers looking at me, not saying a goddamn thing. It's crazy. Just let me be in the house, barbecue. Hey, Jay, you want another plate? Yeah, I'll take one. Oh, <laughs> Fuck out of this nigga. Look at this nigga over eating this chicken. We don't even know. Dumb mm-hmm. sucker. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yo, baby, you want to go to this other concert today? Hell yeah, daddy, let's go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Girl, this, that, that's also what this don't trust the big button to smile. You know, when you get, you get, um, I had a, a fetish for Alicia Keys for a while, and this girl looked just like Alicia Keys. So she kind of was like, you know, she had that little control over me. And I was only 26 at the time. I was a little, Young, a little young, but I, I would never, never. You can pull that shit over. You can't pull the wool over my eyes no more. You tried at this point, you know. I mean, I'm about to, I'm about to, you know, have to leave anyway. But did that, you learn your lesson? Huh? Did you learn your lesson? Yes, yes, I definitely learned my lesson. After that, I was like, yo, first of all, I'm not spending no money up front like that. <laughs> I was mm-hmm. like, you know, all these trips and all. We going Dutch. You know what I mean? And you got to show and prove that you're really single also. Because yeah. I wasn't really asking no questions. I was just, you know, because I met her mom up front. Cause, um, that don't mean came shit. In, came in the store. Yeah. Like, it wasn't like on no crazy shit. Her yeah. and her mom used to shop together. And I yeah. was a manager at a store at the time. And they shopped there. And that's how she introduced me to her mom on some regular shit. Yeah. And, it's, and customers and then all that happened. So. Mm. Crazy. Yeah. Crazy it, world. It be happening to the best of us, man. Boy, I'm going to play these messages and then we're going to continue. And honestly, I don't think... I don't believe in the whole man... Let me see. I don't believe in the whole thing that men are dogs and and women you know just live in this la la land and have all these expectations i think that we are unsure of what love is i think that men we put a lot of pressure on men just like men put a lot of pressure on us but Mm -hmm. i think that monogamy is the biggest misconception in all relationships like you got to understand what type of relationship you want to be. Yes, I want to be your girl or I want to be your man, but do you want to but do you want me enough to stay monogamous? These are some of the questions that need to be addressed in any relationship. Yeah. It is. People don't like to ask questions or answer questions cuz it seems too much like an interview. <laughs> All right, though. But what if the father are not financially able to go see their kids three times a a month or nine, ten times uh, every three months. Some fathers 
brown fathers, light-skinned fathers, black fathers, period. Most of them are not financially able to go see their kids that many times. My fiance is one of those fathers who, yes, he has a good job. He makes good money, but we have a child together and he's just not able to always go visit his other children. That doesn't mean he's not a good father. And that's not, doesn't mean he's not a father, period. That does not mean that I, you know, I agree that, you know, visiting your kid four times a year is not fathering or parenting or whatever. Okay, that is true, Monique. Thank you for that. Um, the reason why I say you would have to visit your child multiple times a month in order to have some type of stable fathering for a child is because I'm a mother and I see what an impact that does. And I've also experienced having both parents in a household and being that they were married and I've watched my mom live like a single mother within a marriage in a household with a husband. And for me to be a mom of two daughters and one of their dads is very like, oh, I'll see her, you know, probably three or four times out of the year. But he doesn't call her every day. When she gets on her iPad, she's not excited to call him. They don't text. If he calls my phone, he doesn't ask for her first. He wants to know what I'm doing. Like, we're we're buddies. And there's no like, oh, let me call my mom. I didn't talk to my mom today. I'm 34 and I have kids. And I talk to my mom twice a day, every day. So... To, to be a father and not have something consistently set up where I know I call all my kids in the morning to check on them and I call them at night before I go to sleep or I go about my business every day. If you don't have something consistently set up where your child knows like I talked to my dad today, I see my dad today. Um, oh, it's weird. I haven't talked to my dad in two days. Let me call him. Or the father, oh, it's weird I haven't talked to my son in two days, let me call him. If you wake up every day as a father or a mother, because there's some ancient moms too, and you haven't talked to your child all week, you don't know if they ate, you don't know if they're sick, you don't know what they look like, you don't know if they've gotten taller or what their needs are currently, to me, that's not parenting. Yeah. And I understand that there's men that cannot afford to to make multiple trips to go see their kids, especially if they're in different states or a different country. But I, I'll tell you this, as a mother, if it was on the flip side, and for some reason my kids live with their dads, I will be budgeting shit to make sure I'm, I'm out at least twice a month, every month to go see my child. Yeah. I, I just... And I don't have this situation, so I'm, I'm not going to go over so deep with it. Yes. I just look at it from the viewpoint of the accountability of the male who's having these children. Yeah. You you have to take the accountability that you can or can't afford this many kids in this situation. If right. um, you Because if you got to look at it like this, like, yo, what if this don't work out with this woman? Mm-hmm. Live in this state, and I'm, I'm thinking about moving, and mm-hmm. I want to be somebody else, and I'm going to have more kids. Mm-hmm. Now, where is your responsibility of being financially 
um, thoughtful and being like, maybe I shouldn't have kids with her. Maybe I shouldn't be doing this. Mm-hmm. You know, it can't just be, yeah, you're not, it doesn't make you a bad father because of that. I'm just saying, mm-hmm. you're, you're, you're also at fault because yeah. you did this. Nobody forced you to have these kids. You know what I mean? And you didn't think about the future. Yeah. And what, what might be in, and playing that financially. So, yes, just because financially you're not <clears throat> able to travel to see your kids because they're in a different city, they're too far away, does not make you a bad father. But it was some bad judgment that you had on your end mm-hmm. to have kids with multiple women and not be able to keep up with all of them. Because you know, it's, it's a big difference when a father has multiple kids and he lives with some and you can tell the difference in their upbringing and the ones that he don't live with. Yep. I've, I've actually seen that before. Listen, and it's so funny, but, um, if there are any fathers out there, I'm not saying that you can't be a great dad. If you don't live the same place, all of your kids live, you can, but it's going to take a lot of effort for you to go ahead and balance out that difference. That's all. Mm. I'm, I'm hit this message with Riri. Family members be with the shit these days. You can't even trust them half the time. It's kind of crazy. You go meet them and they be, hey, girl, how you doing? Waiting to see what you're going to give up and see if they can get in on it. I don't know. But family members be with the shit these days, I'm telling you. Uh, that's why that don't mean That is crazy to me because I wouldn't want that karma coming back on me. I am not participating in your fuckery. Right. You cheating on somebody? Don't bring them around me. Listen. I ain't going to pretend. I'm going to listen, man. I don't know you, whatever one you is. Like mm-hmm. my, and my mom's also one of them people who will forget your name intentionally mm-hmm. to let the girl to give a, a warning shot. Oh, ain't you, Tariq? Oh, um, I mean, no, my name. <laughs> no. Oh, well, who, well, which one is this one? I'm like, you know, uh, let, me, let me, why'd I bring you over here? You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. that, that's a warning shot from Mom Dukes. Like, hey, girl, you better run. This, this thing ain't shit. Um, all over here all the time (laughs) it's just I when when I was in college I remember my ex he was going to meet my mom for the first time but he came too late and he rushed and left his place where his girlfriend was Mm -hmm. to go buy flowers and come meet my mom and give her flowers so that's why like that shit don't mean nothing to me and I never I never talked to him. I, I never talked to my mother about people I'm dealing with uh-huh. and them titles on purpose because I, she, my mom needs to be within the essence of those people around me and she'll, yeah. she'll know what their position is with me. Yeah. You don't need to give people titles and that's why titles are redundant, but that'll be a completely different show. Uh-huh. Uh, I um back to this topic, you know, what about you would make a good man stay? Um do you even crave peace? Because I feel like if a woman doesn't crave having peace, mm-hmm. like a good man craves to have peace, yep. you would never be comfortable with a good man. Nope. Not enough drama. And and you know what? I heard this that he doesn't seem to be lit enough. And this is from women in the He when your man got multiple baby mamas, it means that bitches want him. I'm like, where do y'all come up with this fuckery, yo? Who teaches y'all this shit? What woman is out there on a on a on a soapbox 
saying this stupid shit that some of y'all subscribe to. Because this shit, some of it be like rock dump. And y'all be like, it's coming from women who don't know shit. Because today I was having a hard day today with myself, by myself, because um, my diet has changed. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like I'm having withdrawals from food that I shouldn't be eating. And so I'm personally frustrated. And with me having those withdrawals today, I really didn't, I really said on Twitter, I said, you know what? I just really feel like I want to have the issues I have as a woman if I was a man. Uh Because there are three issues that I can have as a man would be um, one, self-control, time management, and dick management. Because to me, that is all that that is the only three foundations to be a man. Yeah. You can manage your time, that means you can manage your money. You can manage what you put your dick into and who gets your dick. That means you can manage women and the relationships you keep. If you can manage self-control, that means you won't be abusing any substances to keep you lesser than in life. Uh-huh. But when it comes to being a woman, there's so many factors that make us uh, happy, sad, uh, frustrated, not good enough, or uh-huh. conceited, or um, society says, I'm this. Society says I would make a great wife because of this. Society says because my mom was this, then I must be this. Like, it's a lot of these fucking factors that go into being a woman that I'm just like, fuck, did the Lord really make a good decision? (laughs) See, the good thing about this talk tonight, and I I hope y'all, the ladies out there, y'all got your pins and pads ready, the single ones, because what's about to be said is, is these are, uh, especially coming from me and Shanzen, experienced people uh, giving you like information that you hear from the good people. So I have a whole wolf pack of qualified men who are either married now or hot out here on the dating scene because of uh, they're actually good men. I can't give you the perspective of a piece of shit nigga because I don't hang around them. Yeah, I hang around actual grown real men who are either married or on the verge of getting married. They know what they want. They live their life the way it should be lived. They got normal shit going on. They're not about the drama. So the what I'm going to give you tonight with the list is actual things that grown good men are looking for uh, in a woman that will keep you around. And when you hear some of the shit, you're going to be like, oh, I see why so many women are not accepted in this circle. So don't get it twisted, Shan. When, when the women are out here talking about ain't no good men available, no, there's just good men. There are no good men available to you because you ain't shit, probably. Uh, <laughs> and you're not attracting those type of men. So the whole thing is, if you were out here actually expanding your horizons and trying different things, you would know that there are good men out here. And maybe you sabotage yourself out of keeping some of them. Okay. And, hey, and, give me a taste and, of this list. Give me a taste of this list. Oh, man. I, I don't want to get y'all salivating or nothing. But... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, now you know I did the list for both. I did it for the men and the women. You know, so um, I, let me let. Can I just give you a taste off the man yes. list? Yes. So, so because I don't want to get to the women yet, because you know we we wait for that. But just to man to keep a good woman, 
Mm-hmm. I believe you should be this type of man. I'm going to just give you five. You know, the top five first. Uh, you should be established, meaning mm. you should have your own place, car, career, etc. Yes. Uh, you should be financially stable. Uh, that's self-explanatory. Uh, you should have a plan, future, homeowner, investments, retirement. All of this should be in your mind already. You should have a game plan for this when you meet with this woman and you decide to take things further. And it's not even for just a woman. This should be a plan for your life already. If you were working at a career and planning on retiring one day, living that long, or having kids, all of this should be ready to go. Or at least an idea of it when you meet a woman that you're going to take seriously. Um, you want to take the lead. You have a head of household mentality. You know, mm-hmm. you want to be the leader of the household. And you're an, you're ambitious. You know, that's just five. There's there's a, you know, this gets a little bit longer after that. But that's just the top five of what a man, uh, a man that uh, should be able to keep a woman. The top five things a woman should require, you know, uh, with a man they want to keep. Now, I also had to make the list a little simple for these men because, you know, they get offended easily because a lot of them can't keep up with these standards. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it hurts their feelings when they're like, oh, I ain't none of them kids, but I should still get to date. You have the ability to date whoever you want. Mm-hmm. But get a quality woman without being on this list, probably not going to happen. Probably not going to happen. You know, that's just a little taste. I ain't get to you women yet. I ain't get to the women. I mean, I got the list, but we we ain't ready for that yet. So, okay. Yeah. So let me give you my little rundown of what I have that makes the woman that can appreciate the good man, and what would make a good man stay with a woman that has these characteristics. Okay, let's go. The first one that you already said for a good man would be that she is also ambitious. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's compassionate. She's sweet. She's caring. She mm-hmm. has no problem cooking for herself or cooking for someone else that she cares about. She Amen. Has, she has beauty and she doesn't need the world to tell her. Okay. Mm, yeah. She's already, she's already happy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, she's already peaceful. Mm-hmm. She has um, love to give and she's not embarrassed by the love that she gives. Mm-hmm. She um, is uh, considerate. And she has consideration for other people who do not uh, learn like her, love like her, or live like her. She's gentle. She's selfless. Okay? That's That's a big one. Um, She's intelligent, but she doesn't have to put her dick on the table to show you that she's intelligent. Uh, She's confident. She's responsible. She's family-minded. She's sexy, but she doesn't have to be loud about it to the world, only to her man. Mm-hmm. She's personable. She can be professional. She is a secret freak for the one that needs to know. And she has a sense of cleansly, cleanliness about her that you just feel trusting when it comes to this woman. You're not worried about this woman uh, leaving your sight and disrespecting you, your name, or your family in your absence and that to me is what's going to make a good man stay because he knows better he knows he needs someone that matches his value if he values himself now i don't feel like you can be a good man and not value yourself because if you value yourself you will always think 
about the now, the later, and the what ifs about your actions before you do them. Men who are of high value don't just go off and do whatever and talk to whoever whoever and fuck whoever and disrespect whoever and think that their life is just going to be Gucci. Oh, you're right. Let's go. And to me, it's kind of like women need to ask themselves, what about you would make a good man want to be around you, period. And it can't just be your looks. Because if your look, if it's your looks, there's some ancient men behind that good man. There's some other good men. There's some men who are faking it that will still come at you because of your good looks. So that's yep. not something that's going to consistently keep a good man. So we can't just put that on the table. When it comes to, oh, a woman being nurturing, that's fine. Because there's a lot of men who don't deserve a nurturing woman that will line up for you mm. to nurture them. Mm. Great. And some some women who are very nurturing and caring and loving get lost in the sauce and they fall for those men who, yes, they do craze to be nurtured, but they don't deserve your nurturing. They are looking for their mother. Mm. Yeah. But then they get to skeet in you and create life and they know that their child will be in good hands like Allstate and they dip on you. <laughs> oh, you're in good hands. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, so I understand like women hate this question. What do you bring to the table that men give them some time? And I think the question has a negative uh feedback that it gets because it sounds really aggressive and and direct and it sounds like women don't do enough to deserve enough and that's not true you should be asking yourself that every day if you're single and you want a relationship eventually you should be asking yourself that every day if you're single and you feel like you're doing what you're supposed to do as a woman as a sister as an aunt as a daughter as a cousin as a associate, as a best friend, you should be asking yourself that every day. Mm. I deserve this because of this. I yep. do this for people because of, of the kindness of who I am. I uh, do this because I believe in reciprocation, not because mm. it's tit for tat, but because I'm a good person. Therefore, I attract what I give to this world. But people and women don't think like that today. Nope, not at all. Not at all. And I think just like there are men out here that's out here sucking women dry of everything that they can do, there are women out here sucking men dry of everything that they can do. So like your experience with this woman that was with a man who was in the army and was away, she decided to get her in the meantime peeing, okay? And be dishonest about it that right there alone, that experience could have made you a fucking bitter dick for life. Yep. And you know, you know why I didn't? Cause I that was she was a rebound relationship for me. And mm. I was only doing it to to make my current ex jealous to see that I moved on with something even better. Hey. So oh. my karma came back at the end. You know, because I started, I, I was out of a five-year relationship, 
And I started dating this chick immediately. You know what I mean? Just be like, oh. So once my ex sees me with you, she'll be like, ah, I fucked up, blah, blah, blah. You know, the other nigga been tattled. Yeah. And that's why that karma came back and caught me at the end. You know, so. Yeah. I got it. I got it. I got what I deserve. But, uh, you know. It is There's a it lot is. of rebound babies out here. Yeah, thank God I ain't got no rebound babies. Why? <laughs> like, all you had to do was end the relationship, sit on what was good about the relationship, and understand I, what I learned from that relationship. And the next relationship I get into, I don't want that. But in the meantime, I'm going to enjoy me. And I feel like a lot of people, they get um, so comfortable in the having a person that they feel like as soon as one relationship ends, they have to quickly find the replacement or the placeholder. And they end up with someone that doesn't deserve them or someone they're not ready for. And honestly, you just do yourself a bigger disservice. You have to go through like, oh, yes, they're gone. I don't have a problem. You have to go through the damn, I miss them. Let me just call them to see what they're doing. You have uh-huh. to go through the discussion of where it went wrong, and you have to go through the um, the fact and the lessons of, yeah, this is a sign I shouldn't be with them, and this is also a sign I shouldn't be with them, and this is a good thing that that happened so this can happen phase, but you can't do that if you throw yourself into a relationship real quick. You got that right. Got that right. <laughs> but you have to learn these things sometimes, you know? Yeah. And and you know, like with the another thing is for every woman, their idea of a good man changes. Like I feel like it changes every five years. Mm-hmm. Because your list, your mental list that you make, everybody makes a mental list of what they want and they don't want, of what they'll deal with and they won't deal with. It changes because you change. Yeah, exactly. It changes because you go through life and you see some of the things that you thought um, was like a no-brainer. It really wasn't because you had to be in that situation. You had to see for yourself that this can happen. You know what I'm saying? And that can happen. And I have to be forgiving on this. And I have to um, put my foot down on this. And I have to create these boundaries because that's what keeps me fucking sane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Right. So, 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 my idea of a good man won't be my best friend's idea of a good man. My idea of a good man won't be my mother's idea of a good man because we see things different. We have a different perspective and we have different wants and aspirations for ourselves where the people who are with us successfully will have to be able to mesh with that shit. Facts. So for me, I think a lot of times when I talk to my male friends who are single and out here living a bachelor life and they loving it, I'm loving it. And they order they order pussy on Tinder and, and then send them home with Ubers. When I tell them like the person that I'm with, I don't want to see them every day. I don't want I don't necessarily want to uh, have them live in my home every day. They uh-huh. think I'm crazy. And to me, to me, in this day and age, I feel like that shit is currently happening. That shit is possible. 
but to somebody who ain't my person, they might think I'm batshit crazy. Yeah. I can understand that. I feel like the requirement, because I was talking to somebody who had your similar requirements. Mm-hmm. And I was like, here's the thing. Your requirements are your requirements. But mm-hmm. what's gonna what you're gonna get from those requirements is gonna be is not necessarily gonna be what you're looking for because of this. The man it's you, gonna be, it, I, just like I have requirements, they're gonna have requirements. And I'm gonna be like, you want me to what? Exactly. You, you wanna but, do what? And I'm gonna but, have to really think like yeah, that am, I, am I comfortable with Menage Twas on Sundays? <laughs> you know, exactly. it's gonna be it's gonna be something wild. But yeah. I feel like the older that women get and the older that men get, the more you should be outspoken about the things that really get you off. The more that you should be comfortable in who you are and not feel like let me whisper what what I want you to do. No, be loud about what you want me to do. Say that shit. Yeah. I said, shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, if, if that's something you want and you need from a person, if that's the thing that's going to encourage you and motivate you to be here with me and still be my person and my go-to, then I want you to tell me. And I always tell people this, like, I don't want a man who feels like he has to sneak and tell me lies to have temporary peace. I want a man that will tell me, hey, you getting kind of fat. Mm-hmm. And there's so many men today that be like, man, I can't tell you that you fat. Yes, you can. Yeah, that's your real yes, you can. Yeah. If you and really- I don't I, I hate this 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 invisible fog between men and women that they feel like they can't tell you the truth because then they'll be an asshole. No, you're an asshole on seeing something that I need to know that I cannot see within myself and you don't tell me. Yep. That's it. Like, I, I, just, I just had a whole discussion um, after I came from my doctor's appointment with my uh, doctor and I hit up my um, ex and I'm just like, I'm just like, nigga, why didn't you tell me I got fat? And he was like, man, I can't tell you that as a man. I was like, why can't? Why you can't? You watch me shit on myself while giving birth to your baby. (laughs) And I feel like that's the one moment where a man has to decide how much he loves you. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) I said, said, you have seen my everything. Yep. (laughs) Why you can't tell me, hey, you getting fat. Like, Uh you got to do this and you got to do that. Like, for me, if I hear, like, if I hear him cough and I know he smokes a lot of weed, you the fact that you're smoking a lot of weed and you're getting older is going to become a problem for you. I know it is. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to either taper it back or, or find another habit. But I'm not going to allow you to keep smoking and hear your cough getting wor- worse and not say something, something to you. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? It's it's about being around people that want to see you be better. And so um, he was like, well, I did say that you're getting kind of quarantine thick. I was like, what is quarantine thick? Yeah, that's that's a nice way of saying shit. But I listen, bro. Yeah. So I was like, 
was like, you know what? I want, I crave honesty to a point where I always tell people that it's not your job to worry about my feelings. Mm-hmm. If, if, about my if, life. I, if I, if I care about you, that's when I'm going to talk to you about your shitty ass ways. When I don't give a fuck about you, I'm going to be quiet and I'm going to let you fuck up. I'm going to be quiet and I'm going to let you trip over your own feet. I'm going to be quiet and I'm going to watch you fall into a pit of hell because I don't give a fuck. But when I care, that's when I'm the loudest about you. You have that right. And and I feel like women have to get to a point where they're loud about why they deserve the man that they want and the man that they feel like they deserve. And I feel like when men ask other women, what about you would make a good man stay? Girl, this is your time to shine, honey. Be loud about that shit. Yeah. Well, the, the other disadvantage is right now, this is when a bunch of these low-life niggas are making their movement on why y'all shouldn't have such high standards anymore. And don't get it twisted. A lot of women are going to fall for this bullshit. I'm an advocate on don't fall for keep your standards right where they are because some of these niggas don't deserve to be dating you. And mm-hmm. that's what we focus on. Everybody can't date. Everybody shouldn't be dating. Everybody's Fact. not ready to be dating. Fact. So there's a fuck about what they want and then how they want you to lower your standards. But that person ain't even for you. He out there looking for another dirtbag woman. Why are you lowering your standards to be with a worthless dude that ain't going to be able to keep up with what you want anyway? They're going to have you lowering your shit every day. Okay, all right, yeah, I did want a man with a career, but I'll settle for a nigga that works part-time every now and then. Okay, you know, I didn't want a man with kids, but, you know, I'll settle for his three baby mamas. And <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, you, you don't have to keep lowering that shit. Just wait. Patience. You yeah. will find what you're looking for if you sit there and actually keep your standards and, and don't throw away all your blessings, man. You know, yeah. sometimes that blessing might be that guy, like I said. Who called you twice in a day? Oh, my God. Oh, no. <laughs> you showed me too much. Pick up the fucking phone. <laughs> you, know? You, know, you know what um, keeps me away from guys who, like, make it a point to do all the things most women want is because I don't want to get so comfortable in all the good shit that that one day that you show me that you're a human being, I'm completely, like, disappointed. I I hear you. It's, it's like, it's like I don't want to get used to all this good shit and you not making a mistake and you not even have to, having to use a eraser and then you give me a mistake and I'm, I'm too spoiled by the good shit of you that the surface me is so egotistical when it comes to you that I won't even allow you to be human. I need you to not give me all this good shit up front. This is why I don't accept gifts from men. This is why if I'm having a problem, I would never be be like, um, this is the problem I'm having. He'd be like, uh, I just cashed after you such and such money. Go take care of it. Sir, I'm about to send you this all the fuck back. What are you talking about? Yeah, like that that wasn't for that. I was just trying to express myself. Like, and as a lot of men think that they can make women happy by things and money because they've had previous experiences where for that other woman, that's what worked for her and made her happy by things and money. So I always sometimes 
engage with males who fix things for women with money. Uh huh. And I don't like that shit. Uh uh. But then my friends who do like that shit be like, oh, you're crazy. I would have took it. Yeah. There's something connected to that money. It's a dick. That's crazy. Y'all better remember that. There's <laughs> a dick connected to that money. Don't think that. It's so crazy. Most of the times when the money is connected to the dick, that's not the dick you want. Who is Shan.com? Okay. I got uh, my books are on that website. That is my personal website. You got the feed for the show for So What Page We On Bid. She gets a podcast and Cozy One Podcast. Exactly. But don't think they're not expecting uh, uh, a payment plan. Oh my goodness. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> you feel me? <laughs> so, okay. Also, when it comes to a good man, I expect that good man to also have some good ass boundaries and values that are going to challenge me to be better. Uh-huh. So some women, when they meet a man and and they be like, girl, I wore this. He didn't even say nothing. Um, I said this to him. He didn't even like catch on and say something slick back. Um, and he was such a gentleman and you know, when he walked me to my door, he purposely just walked me to my door, and I don't, I, I, I don't know how to handle this. Like that's a real thing. When you, when you lay with enough dogs that really dog you out, and you get a gentleman, I think a lot of women today do not know how to receive a good man. Yeah. Stop expecting these raggedy ass niggas out of everybody. Some men really ain't raggedy. You know, like some men actually were raised correct and know how to treat a woman. And you should appreciate, like, instead of looking at it in such a negative light, look yeah. at it as a fucking blessing. Like, yo, I'm glad this man ain't got the drama. I'm glad this man is treating me right. I'm glad this man pulled my chair out. I'm glad this man didn't try to take advantage of me after we had a few drinks and he walked me to my door. You know what I mean? Like, it's okay for that not to be the norm and for somebody to be different for once in your fucking life. I don't understand why that's looked upon so terribly with a lot of women like it scares them oh because a lot of women haven't had the experience of having someone good in their life a lot of women haven't we are experiencing a huge wave of all the children that weren't around their fathers and that's that's little boys and little girls so now those little boys and little girls are now adults and they're trying to figure out this love shit and they're trying to figure out this relationship shit when they didn't even see their parents' relationship work. And then if if people are like me, I never saw my mom date anybody after I was eight years old. Mm-hmm. My mom just started dating now this guy that proposed to her two times and she said, no, she's not ready. Mm-hmm. And my mother is 68 years old. Oh. So for me to go from uh, life all the way up to eight years old and seeing my parents together in one household and then solely living with one parent and visiting my dad probably three times after that until he died how the fuck am I supposed to know what a healthy relationship is? Yeah, exactly. I feel you. 
And so we dealing with the wave of girl, we ain't even fuck after he gave me a $10 dinner. He must be gay. We're dealing with a huge wave of that shit. <laughs> like girl, he right. he he took me um to uh uh Chili's and we didn't even get the two for twenty and he let me order whatever I wanted off the menu and the dessert and he really just walked me to my door like he must not like me like we're dealing with that shit yeah that bill came out to thirty dollars by the way like I can I can legitly tell you. <laughs> Dungeon, I am 34 years old and I have never been on a date with someone I don't know. Wow. I've never been to like a four-star restaurant or a restaurant that doesn't have the price next to the food. I don't know like what you're supposed to do on a quote-unquote date and I'm a 34-year-old woman with two kids. And so for me not to know that shit and I, I get to a point in my life where I say I want a good man, how the fuck am I supposed to receive him? Yeah, exactly. You're not experienced to receive this nigga. No experience. And then and then on top of that, I don't like going out, which is a conundrum within itself because it's like, well, that's why you haven't met anybody and that's why you haven't been on dates because you don't go out so nobody doesn't really see you out of the errands that you do in everyday life, which is true. But at the same time, I feel like I'm scarred by society. I'm scarred by the funny videos on Instagram and Twitter. I'm scarred by the TV and the movie shows of what happens on the date. And I'm scarred by the after effects of what my friends tell me about people outside. So when I get outside, I avoid people. But you can't go through life doing that because then you block your own experiences. Exactly. So my birthday passed and I have a a very close friend whose birthday was um, soon after and I hit her up today and I was like, I was like, what's up? I was like, how was your birthday? She was like, girl, it was fun. Girl, I just got put on a cute outfit and I went out to eat. And then that weekend after I went on vacation with my man friend. I was like, oh, that's cute. And she was like, what did you do? I said, nothing. I just worked. And she was like, why you didn't go out? I said, she was like, you need to buy you some cute outfits and go out. And I was like, I, I buy hella cute outfits. I have six new shoes under my bed that I've never worn, but I don't go anywhere. You know what I'm saying? So sometimes I think a lot of women are blocking themselves from even having the chance of experiencing a good man or somebody that wants to take them out on a date. Because it's not that I don't get asked to go out on dates. Uh It's that I get asked to go out on dates and then I let it simmer there. It was at, and I said, sure. And I never follow back up and be like, okay, we could go he- this time. And then it just, it just sits there. Mm-hmm. See, let me throw this controversial statement out. <laughs> <laughs> but, 
a lot of young women also need to understand this. Your association is also part of the reason why some of y'all struggle with dating. The women around you don't know shit about what they're talking about. Mm-hmm. The men. And you listen to them. And let me tell you something else. Your little man friends that y'all hang out with so avidly mm-hmm. don't think that they're trying to help you be successful because y'all both going for the same motherfuckers. Don't don't think he really trying to help you out by telling you that your attitude is okay and men just need to learn and adjust to who you are. Don't listen to him. Mm. He fucking some of the same niggas you fucking. So y'all need, I'm telling you, watch your association. This is why some of y'all are struggling with dating too. Because you hanging around the wrong people that don't. It's the blind leading the blind out of here. Hey, single girlfriend, why am I struggling? I don't know, girl. I'm out here fucking fighting for niggas and cheating on my taxes and living life wrong, and I can't find a good man either. I don't know. I think we just being hated on. Ain't nobody hating on your stupid asses. Nobody even knows y'all. <laughs> it's like, yo, just go on and do what's logical and what works. Y'all know what, what is right and what's wrong at this point with dating. You've heard the story. This has been decades-old shit. If you can get over trying to change niggas that are terrible, you'll be all right. You know, stop trying to get a fixer-upper. Just get a man who is equipped and ready for the job. Yes. I don't know any of y'all that are like, yo, when I go look for work, I go to a company that's always a startup, and, you know, I may or may not be successful. Most of y'all go to companies that have are established and have proven themselves. Mm-hmm. Don't come in and be like, yo, let me help get y'all off the ground. Y'all seem to suck and got a bunch of terrible reviews. Treat your fucking dating life like that, man. Mm. Ridiculous. Mm, we got a message. I'm going to play it. Oh. Chan, that was a beautiful and eloquent description. And I was really excited that you shared that knowledge because um, it's a good reminder for me of what I need to do. Um, to keep improving myself um, to get the man of my dreams. But you left one thing off, Chan. What Don't that? nag the man about the toilet seat. Yeah. You know, nag us about that damn toilet seat. Girl, that's another thing that I don't feel like I'm ready for, too, is sharing my space with a man because I'm one of five older brothers and I don't have any sisters and I'm the youngest and I know what it's like to live in a house of men already and I I'm not ready. Listen, they gotta y'all gotta appreciate Shan because it is popping in Atlanta right now and she got a <laughs> podcast. When you know good and well she need to be at this playoff game that everybody in America's at right now. <laughs> <laughs> trying to trying to get this win because I'm watching it as we talking, and it is crazy down there in Atlanta right now. So Atlanta yeah. is is a hot place right now in many uh-huh. ways in weather and in people who are now not getting any unemployment anymore. So yep. Atlanta is having shootouts in the morning time, uh. midday, broad daylight. Uh, people are out pumping their gas and their cars are getting stolen and today Damn. I went today I went into Atlanta to go to my favorite grocery store uh-huh. I'm 
because there's not one close by me and I had to make sure I had the clip and the gun on the seat. Oh yeah. I so when when Atlanta has events like this and shit, oh I'm yeah. at home for sure. Like I'm not going now, I'm not doing this because you have to remember with the people that can afford to also be out is the people that cannot afford to be out. And yeah. they look they look in to see who don't have their head on the swivel and who isn't paying attention. And I'm just like, no, it's enough for me. And there's a lot of money in your town tonight. Yes. Thing going on. A lot of money in your town. So, but you know, we thank you for sacrificing and not going to that playoff game so we can drop gems on people. You know, uh, if you like, I'm, I'm, I can get on my list of the female side now. And, Go ahead. Uh, let y'all women know. Uh, this is, we surveyed 50 good quality men. Mm. These are the, the facts that they said would help you keep a good man for the women. So, mm. So let's get ready, you know. Don't hold none of this against me. I'm trying to help y'all out. So, <laughs> first we're going to start off with being able to cook, clean, and maintain the household. Yeah. First and foremost, you're not special because you do this. These are life things that you need to fucking survive. Are you telling me that if you're not dating a man, you don't cook, clean, or maintain your house? Right. You just sit there and rot, don't shower, don't cook for your kids. Your house get dirty and shit. You just be like, I only do this if a man come around. No, you don't. Somebody, or you should have taught yourself at a certain age how to cook clean and maintain your household. You don't get fucking kudos for this. You are a grown-ass adult. Do it. You've been doing this shit, man. Um, also, make sure you're happy with your career. Uh, uh, we don't really want to deal with a woman who's in and out switching and you know oh, I gotta try something new oh this job ain't paying me enough per hour we ain't not into that remember you're dealing with keeping a good man not keeping any man right keep a good man we have certain standards that we require of y'all and this is one of them um, we also want Someone, and this is big, ladies. This is big. Get your notepads out. <laughs> we like women who are not crazy. This is nothing to brag about. A lot of y'all think that, just listen, the men who talk that we like crazy bitches because they got the best pussy are worthless niggas. No grown good man that's got his life together is even remotely interested in you crazy motherfuckers because all you do is bring our credit score down and bring <laughs> us down too. We're not interested in you. The only thing high for a good man with a crazy woman is their blood pressure. Exactly. Take your crazy ass and go right back to that trap house where <laughs> Don and the boys can run up in you and do what they want. All right? We're not having that. That's not what we're into. Um, so stop bragging about the crazy shit. It's not a good look for men who are good. That's if you want dirt bags, you'll get them. Don't worry. Um, we would like for you to be emotionally and mentally ready for a relationship. Mm. We do not want to hear you talking about these ex-niggas. We're not yes. into that. We do not want to hear you talking about how you are serial dating everybody in the neighborhood. We're not into that. It's nothing to fucking brag about. And it is something a good man will go show ass on. Mm-hmm. You won't notice because you're too busy dating a bunch of dirtbags. But don't think a good man's going to sit there and wait in line 
for you to finish dating a bunch of dirtbags. That don't make sense to us. We know we should be at the top of your list, but you haven't recognized we should be at the top because you're waiting for a dirtbag to actually call and take you out on a date. How? He rides <laughs> a bicycle. He don't have a job. He can't afford Uber. He can't spell Uber. He doesn't have a cell phone. He has no money. I don't understand why you're waiting for him to holler at you. But it's all right, because you don't want a good man. Next, we want a woman who is supportive. I mean, that's basically self-explanatory. Uh, supportive woman. We also want a woman who is submissive to a man who deserves it. Keyword. Submissive to the man who deserves it. Not just any nigga. A whole bunch of you motherfuckers out here complaining about how women ain't submissive. They're not submissive to you because you ain't shit. Mm. That's why they always try to run your ass over. You can't handle anything they need you to handle. You out here fucking up and you on some loser shit. They submit to men who have their shit together and can lead them. Will lead the family. Show them that they're out here working and moving in these streets and they just saying it. They actually come home with a fucking bag every week. Unlike you dumb busses that don't ever can't even spell bag. Talk about how you getting it every day. Shut up. <laughs> Worthless motherfuckers. Next. Uh, let your man be a man. Okay. Uh, when you see him slacking, you encourage him. But all this trying to run over a nigga and outman him and and you know, put him in his place out in public and all that shit. We're not into that. Not good men. Good men don't tolerate that. You know, we're not about the drama in public. We're not gonna argue in public. Right. We're not doing none of that. You're not gonna sit here and talk to me in your kind of way, like I'm your child. I'm a good man, goddammit. Not one of these loser ass niggas you used to date. You show me some respect. Right. Losing don't deserve or need respect. They want the drama. That's why you're used to that. Good men, we ain't having that. We don't tolerate it. Don't try it. Um, here's a big one, ladies. Put the stars and asterisks all up on this one. Mm. It needs to be emotionally honest. Yes. Yeah. Now, now, take this notes down. Side notes, ladies. Emotionally honest, and I learned this from a therapist, so this is the real deal with this, is mm. when y'all do that shit, when you come around and you tell us something and we don't reply accordingly and you sit there and go, hmm, and get an attitude and walk the fuck off and then stay mad for three days about it and not say nothing to us when we go, wait, what's the problem? And instead of you going, I said, I need you to do them dishes now. And you said, after I finished playing 2K, I meant I wanted you to do them right now. I had a reason for that. Say that shit. Don't let us give you no half-assed response and then you hold it against us and walk into a room and huff and puff and be throwing our shit around and be mad for three days and we don't know why. We are very simple. If you ask something and you want it done, say the shit. Say it and mean it. Don't get emotional about it. Don't get angry about it. Just tell us what you want and make us do it. We will. We respect that a lot more. Good men respect this. Dirtbags want to play the game with it. A dirtbag will know exactly what's wrong. He'll sit there and ride it out because he don't give a fuck. He lazy. He wants mm. you to argue with him. He wants to drop him. It'll lead to good makeup sex. You see, good men don't have time for that. 
because good men are actually out getting the bag to support a family and provide. Good men also do side shit, like sometimes go to the grocery store on the way home, clean up the house, do yard work, get the cars fixed, handle family shit, take the kids places, do all that. See, a dirtbag has extra energy to play these little bullshit games with you because he do two things. Fuck the brakes off of you when he pisses you off. Because he's always pissing you off. Those are two things a nigga do. Oh, yeah, smoke weed on your couch all day. <laughs> and borrow your car and don't put gas in it. Yeah, and borrow your car. <laughs> Somebody had the perfect perfect mean about that. It was like, <laughs> what drives a man to cheat? And the response was, <laughs> your Nissan Altima. <laughs> I was hollering. I was like, yep, there you go. <laughs> you got that right. That's why, you know what, Dungeon? <laughs> that's why men be so pissed when women pur- purposely pull up with the, the passenger seat far back and lay back. Because uh-huh. they be thinking, like, she's doing the same shit I'm doing. Mm-hmm. He ain't even have the decency to fix the seat. Yep. And you know why I don't go through this? Because you're not borrowing my fucking car. Facts. Have your own goddamn car and have whoever the hell you want in it. You ain't going to sit there and borrow my shit. Let me find another nigga riding around in my shit. Ooh, that's a problem. (laughs) Good men don't, you don't do, you don't use the good men shit at all. Don't think us good men are bitch ass niggas. We bought that shit too. We just have enough sense to stay out of jail (laughs) and to keep our jobs. Right. More important than knocking a nigga out on YouTube. That's that we don't care about that. That ain't important to us. So back to the list. Um obviously lady in the street freaking the sheets. You know, that that's basic. Um we want a woman who has standards and who actually keeps those standards. Mm-hmm. I'm not attracted to a woman that lowers her standards to date these dirtbags. Don't go date a dirtbag and tell me, well, I initially don't like them type of niggas, but something about him, no. You lowered your standards. Stay true to yourself. Be patient. You're not going to be single till you're 50 if you actually know how to communicate and wait and and get what you're looking for. You will save a lot of trauma by not dealing with these dirtbag motherfuckers and just waiting. You don't have to tolerate this shit, lady. I promise y'all, you do not have to date fixer-uppers. I'm an advocate for y'all not dating fixer-uppers. Mm-hmm. I explained it with the job process and everything. You deserve better. You should get better. The reason most of these men are complaining is because they're not on your level, so fuck them. Right. And I don't mean fuck a little. I mean literally, like, fuck the niggas. <laughs> like they don't deserve everybody don't deserve to date oh well too bad get over it um, <laughs> communicate efficiently you know just like I said with the emotionally honest talk to about things that, that need to be discussed be at, cons- at the right time at the right time like please man like we, when you got a good man don't do all that nagging about the toilet seat Brianna knows so <laughs> we don't do that we we feel like the toilet seat nagging should be going to that dirt bag that's sleeping on your couch that motherfucker should have to clean the toilet and everything before you use the bathroom every time and sleeping on your couch and yes. bar your car make sure like and married men do this 
If they take their wife's car, they're uh-huh. taking it to the shop so it can get fixed. They're taking it to get new tires. They're taking it to go wash it. They're taking it to fill it up with gas. That way, when she's ready to leave the house, she doesn't have to make a stop before work. They're taking it to go pick her up breakfast if both of them are on the go and they just want to do something nice. When women come home to a man that's been on their couch and is, quote unquote, looking for a gig or a job, your house better be spotless. If y'all have kids together, their homework better be done. They better have their backpacks ready, their clothes out for tomorrow. Yes. They're ironed if they use if they wear uniform. They better have had a bath. They already ate and and your food is ready in the kitchen. Yep. If that man that's on your couch is not doing that shit, get him out your house. Yeah. You just let him drive your car to go fuck these little hood rats around your way and have you looking all crazy when he go out and hold your hand on Saturday afternoon. Because you off work, so now he can go out and do things with you instead of cheating on you all day? Nah. Come on, man. Get it together. Remember, this is how you keep a good man. Not any man. A good man. Um, and I say this because a lot of women today be like, oh, um, you know, he's an entrepreneur. He doesn't make the same amount of money or more money than me. And, you know, he wants to be at home and be a family man and be a stay-at-home dad. Like he's no. not me. No. Me, that's a man also. Because for me, as a mom, if I work and I'm working a career that's on the go and I can't be at home as much as I would like to, I would feel way better knowing that my child's other half is at home with them teaching them, feeding them, caring for them, and I don't have to pay out more money for a sitter or daycare while my husband is at home on the couch. Okay. All right. You mean he's a real entrepreneur. Okay. I thought Yes, you- like he, he does a side job, but he's also my hands and my feet and my mind in my household when I cannot be there. Yeah, but a what- lot of men who are at home with the kids, they not even doing half of that. So oh. that woman is outside working, uh, doing whatever she does in her career and having faith in her man, but she's also paying out some some other company to have her kids because this man wants to be at the house on the couch with the yeah. remote or his blunt without the kids in the house. Are you crazy? Yeah, no. Nah. You can't make your woman's job harder when you ain't doing shit. Everything. That's- you gotta be making my life easier. There has to be a a investment on what I'm doing, what I'm not doing, and why I can afford to not do so. And if if you're not showing me that I'm investing and I'm making the right choices with you, and that doesn't always have to be about money, it could also be about like I'm knocking out. The fact that I don't have to spend money on this because you can do it. I'm knocking out the fact that my children are getting the best care because they're also your children. If I can't do that, then you serve no purpose. Exactly. Exactly. So y'all heard them. You heard them facts. We got a, I got a couple more here. Um, if you do, and I'm putting this out there, if you do have an attitude problem, Fix that shit. 
Ain't nobody trying to deal with you and your little raggedy ass attitude. I don't care what you got going on. Good men are not into that shit. I don't care if it's your zodiac sign. I don't care if you're having the, all the, what kind of day you had. We don't like bad attitude women. And I Dun- don't mean black women. We mean any woman. Dungeon, this shit right here is scripture. Today was such a fucking problem to the point where I felt I felt the violence on me today, Dungeon. Uh-huh. I felt the frustration. I felt the anger. I felt the bitch, why are you crying? I didn't even know why I was crying for that, those 30 minutes. I was just fucking frustrated because I was in front of my fucking work computers uh-huh. going through accounts and it actually was taking more of my brain function to do what needed to be done on those accounts. And I was also fighting my mind because I didn't want to do it. Yeah. So maybe- and and when I'm in when I'm in that that mood, I know I'm anything I, I engage with, anything I touch, I'm gonna be a bitch about it. It's yeah. nothing someone else is doing, is nothing that doesn't make sense. Is nothing that uh, someone else is making me do. I'm doing it to myself. Mm-hmm. I'm frustrating myself. I'm being in my own way and I can feel it on me. So anybody I engage with, they're getting that energy and I can feel myself spreading it. So what I did, because I know myself enough now in 34 years, I told my kids, hey, I'm very frustrated. I'm angry. I'm hungry. If you don't have to talk to me right now, don't talk to me. If you don't have to ask a question right now, don't ask me because I'm irritated. And that's honesty. And that is that emotional maturity that you're talking about. Because even if I had a good man, I would need to be able to communicate to him, hey, I'm having a frustrating day. I'm feeling very bitchy. It has nothing to do with me being on my period because I had my period earlier this month. It's oh. nothing to do with PMS. It's nothing to do with, oh, she needs some dick. No, I already had dick. That's uh-huh. not it. It's me just having a defiant day with myself. And I know myself enough to know that there is nothing that you can do to fix this. I have to go through this. So just alone just being able to communicate that to another human being that you're sharing a life with yep man that's so respected and that's what men be needing sometimes but women who cannot what you said properly communicate that shit Uh they make men feel like they're crazy or you're crazy and they're doing something to make you feel like this and nobody's doing anything to make me feel like I felt today it was me it was all me. Ladies, write down emotional honesty and make that shit church from now on, I'm telling you. It'll make your life a lot easier with a good man. Yes. don't want drama. So with what Shane just said, if you don't express that to a good man, it's going to upset him because he's going to be like, well, logically, I didn't do anything to make her treat me like this. Yeah. I, did, I, I know she shouldn't be talking to me like that. And a good man's not going to tolerate that either. And then it can turn into an argument. It's like, yo, what is your attitude about? I didn't do anything to you. But if you express yourself the way she did, where it's like, yo, babe, not today. I'm not feeling it. 
Uh, I just need a couple hours of peace to myself. I'm irritated right now. If you don't need anything from me, just leave me be. Mm-hmm. Good man, and be like, I can respect that. Let me know. Text me when you're good. <laughs> I'll be downstairs watching TV. I handle the kids. Mm-hmm. That's how you make relationship work through yeah. proper communication. Yeah. And no real good man's gonna be like, well, what you mad? No, he gets it. I respect that. You need your time. I'm gonna let you have it. Let me get yeah. kids there. Let me take another park or something for a little bit. You just yeah. stay here. Yeah. You know? like, today, today I text one of your dads and I'm just like, yo, I am so fucking frustrated today. And he was like, what's wrong? I'm just like, nigga, I'm hangry. I'm frustrated, though. <laughs> and I want to be by myself, but I'm a mother. And he was like, well, I will come get Ari, but I got this and this going. I said, I know. I'm just talking. Pressing myself, yeah. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not asking you to fix it. I'm just talking because, like, I didn't want to be with myself today. Mm-hmm. But the reality is, we cannot escape our priorities in our adult life, and we have to learn to go ahead and mesh these things, no matter what. Yep. And every, t- it's not an everyday thing with me, but I know that mentally and selflessly I am not mentally emotionally physically ready to be in the space of another companion fairly Uh so when men say I don't understand why you're single because there's all of these great things about you there's also some real shitty unsolvable things about me that I don't even understand about me that I'm still figuring out. So because I don't want to do a man a disservice about a relationship that he could actually be happy within, I need to be myself. You're also saving yourself a lot of disservice and, and, and drama. Yeah. Because you, know? you just go bring somebody in that nigga and be like, oh, I thought you was all good. You know, you know how you know how men and women they work and they oh man I just can't wait till I get off of work and they drive through traffic and they do this and they do that and they finally get to their driveway and they sit in their car for an hour uh-huh. <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't want my person to sit in their car for an hour about me I don't want my person to sit in the car in front of the house for an hour and decompress with somebody else on the phone before before they come feel my energy I want them to be excited and run to the fucking door about my home, about our family. And if that's not the case, then I need to understand what is that gap between the driveway and this door when it comes to this home? Uh-huh. Yeah, they're right. But there's a lot of people that don't give a fuck about that. Oh, just go out and do whatever anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Like I'll just put whoever in this shit. I don't care. I'm 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 toxic. It doesn't matter. I don't give a damn. <laughs> That's crazy. And you know, um, I don't and it's also about being with somebody that's ready to be honest about them. Yes. And I'm the type of person where I'm always ready to be honest about my cons and my pros. But you know, some people who are not ready are always loud about their pros. Yeah. You're right. And that, so my last part of this list is the 
most obvious one, but us good men mm. hate trauma. We don't want it. Save it for your mama, your baby daddy, whoever. Man. We don't want it. We're not into the drama. Uh, if we do date you and you have a third party involved, mm. make sure that shit's correct. Ain't no problems. He ain't going to be coming at us talking this shit. Mm. You know, like we don't want none of that going on. Like just everything be peaceful and uh, we'll, we'll have a nice, happy life. But those, those, that list, ladies, if you follow that list, I promise you, you can keep a good man around. Keyword, good. You know what's the thing that wasn't on that list that you have? That was, that list was good, though. What, what did I miss? What, what did 50 surveyed men yeah. not tell me? Are you ready? <laughs> um, <laughs> and I feel like I do this really good uh-huh. for men I'm in relationships with, but I probably only received it back twice in relationships. Does she motivate you? Well, I kind of put that under supportive. That that is support, but some women will be like, um, you know, he wants to do this now, so I'm going to, you know get this for him because he's into this now or he's doing um you know he wants to do uh this hobby now but he really sucks at it but I'm yeah. gonna go ahead and you know encourage him and tell him that he looks good in the uh the outfit or the uniform for it but that nigga can't hit a ball for shit you know what I'm saying <laughs> that that to me is supporting but also motivating is like pointing out things about your companion that they're naturally talented and great at that they don't even see in themselves. No, I actually, I said it, but I said it real quick. Okay. I said, I had said, like, I'm looking at it now. I was like, when I said, let your man be the man, but when you see him slacking, encourage him. Yes! Exactly what you talking about. So yeah, I yes. said it, but I kind of like breezed over it. Yeah, that's so big because I'm going to tell you right now, I would not have the 15-year on and off, healthy, unhealthy, it is what it is relationship that I had with a man if the person he was with initially consistently supported him and believed in him when he was slacking in himself. The reason why our friendship became what it was and it developed into something more was because I accepted who he was regardless of if he could never be my full person. Yeah. I accepted the fact that he was willing to help himself and see the limits in him helping himself and where he lacked, I went ahead and I stepped ahead and I was like, okay, you can't get here to fill out this application. Excuse me, are y'all hiring? Okay, send mm-hmm. me all your information. I would fill it out for him until he got the job. And maybe, yes, what I asked for you to be paid initially was not something you would ask for, but you got in there and within a month they gave you a raise. You know what I'm saying? It's yep. that, is that above and beyond. I, until this day, I don't care if we're not in a relationship. 
if I see a man or a woman or a creative or another podcaster actually out here doing the work for themselves uh-huh. and they ask me a question or I have knowledge that can help them in whatever they're doing, I give it freely because I have no problem helping people who help themselves. I have a problem in people feeling like they deserve more and yeah. they do less. So yeah. when it comes to people that I'm in relationships with, as long as you're consistently showing up for yourself, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to do my part to make sure I can connect this to that. Man. Man. And you know what? One that I, I didn't even think about that uh, you want to add on to keep a good man for you ladies because this is a big thing that doesn't consistently come up, but if it does, do it. If there is any type of uh, surgery or health issue that your man has, mm. and you help him through that, mm-hmm. or you're there with him through that time, you're golden. You basically locked in as the wife. Because when I tell you, there's no moment in a man's life where he doesn't appreciate it more, like because mm-hmm. it put damn near on the level of his mama. Because you know his mama gonna be there, right? If, if she's a quality mom, she's gonna be there. Right. So for you, the woman who may not even be a fiance at the time, but his girlfriend is right by his mama's side, consoling her and consoling you, man. Let me tell you something. You can put that wedding ring on layaway, partner. <laughs> you gonna get that shit if he has that, that says If he has common sense. But there are some men out here that got five women waiting outside in the waiting room to go ahead and give him something to eat while he's in the hospital. Well, now remember, now remember, Shane, we said good men, not just any nigga. Okay. <laughs> because any nigga, you know, he gonna have, first of all, we're t- we'd be talking about outside the prison. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so let's, let's not get it twisted now. We're talking about <laughs> go, go the good man, not any nigga. Any nigga gonna have five women, yes, waiting outside the prison. And they hide the civics and officers to do whatever he commands. Put some money on my books. Put money on the books. Come in here and give me a conjugal visit. Blah blah blah. We yeah. talking about the good man that you have in your life who's free, has a job. He got to take off some time for work. He's a little sick. And yeah. guess who there to support him? His family and you. And let me tell you. <laughs> let me let me drop this gem while we in this. Uh-huh. The man that's always willing to help others and never asks for help himself deserves everything. Mm-hmm. So when you going through your list of um, who do I call to wish Happy Father's Day if they're a father, and yep. you don't call the person that you call when you're on the side of the road and you need a tow, and you oh. don't call the person that you call at 11 o'clock at night when you know they're in their bed, but you know they got to keep their word and come through and help you with whatever you need help with. Mm-hmm. If you don't make a point to show up for them on a whim, out the blue, and do something nice, something that they would appreciate, and they never ask you for shit, but you know anytime you ask them for something, they got you, mm-hmm. they deserve everything. Yeah. Well, And don't get it twisted. Those men that know they're doing that and see how you're reacting to them, they'll just they'll disassociate themselves eventually. You're not just gonna keep using me. Some of them don't. For me to say, Some of them don't. And that's yeah, I, I don't, like I would never, you know what? Because it don't have a mentality. It's not. And it's not about. 
eventually, like with a, a certain mentality, like me, mm-hmm. I'm gonna think about that. Like, and it's not because I'm doing things because I want it reciprocated. It's the fact that you're not even being considerate. And I'm like, yo, you always calling me for shit. And then in my time of need, or when I don't need anything, I can't get a call from you unless it's you need something or you need some kind of help. You need this. But, like, just to check, you don't even check in on me. Right. I remember that shit. And after a while, I just stopped associating with type of people because they're, they're selfish. And I'm not going to keep helping you out your time of need when you, you're not even that type of person. Because I do that for people that I feel also would do the same for me. I'm not just some naturally helpful motherfucker. You know, <laughs> like I do that for immediate family and friends I'm close with that I also know would do the same for me. But if I see I'm doing things for you and you're just like, oh, yeah, I take it for granted. Nah, I'll cut that granted shit off. I'll play that. I'm just not into that. Like, I need someone who also shows me that same loyalty and respect. You know what I mean? So I know that the, the feeling is mutual. You know, what I mean? But I do know there are some people out there who get taken advantage of. Because they don't have that mentality. They're just like, listen, I just, I do what I can. You know what I mean? And then there's people that take advantage of those people. And I don't like what I see that. You know what I mean? So, but they definitely deserve, you're right. They definitely deserve everything. Because they're just a genuinely good person. And ain't even looking at the bad of, of how somebody's not returning that favor to, to them. Mm-hmm. So, I hate. And also, does the woman bring you as a man opportunities to be better. Uh-huh. I feel like that's really big. Like yeah. if you're doing something and you, you know, you might work for a company, but you also work for yourself on the side. If yeah. she's bringing about, oh, this person came into the office today and I gave them your business card. They're going to call you X, Y, and Z. Man, that's teamwork. Teamwork makes the dream work. You have to keep those people. Like my yeah. friends that I have, whenever they hear of an opportunity and they hear something that I could go possibly and do and make my life a little bit easier or bring in some more income, they always sending it to me and they always bringing me up. And then some, they'd be like, "Oh, somebody's gonna call you for X, Y, and Z." Da, da, da. I give them the number. Mm-hmm. If your friends don't do that, if the people that you deal with and spend the most time around the most don't do that, you run the wrong people. Yeah, got that right. Got that right. So when it comes to like, what about you would make a good man stay? Sometimes who you think is a good man is not a good man. Yeah. Sometimes what you initially wanted at the beginning is not what you want currently. And if you bring that up to your person and they want to become the man that you feel like you need, that you do qualify as a good man, then that's something y'all can work on in a proper time frame for both of you. But if you bring that up to that man and that is not who he is, do not disrespect him and disregard him as not being shit because he's not your expectation. He's just not the one for you. Exactly. You know, I don't think any of my exes are ain't shit men. Uh-huh. I feel like they're great for someone else. They're just not for me. 
And that is why if I see my exes out on the street, it's no, get get my Glock out of the goddamn. I'm about to pop. <laughs> it's, it's none of that because there's no need for it to be. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And 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 everybody needs to get to a point where it's like, yeah, that was an experience. That was a time. Like, you know, it's all about being real and being honest. So I think there are good quality men out here. I just feel like I'm not in the spaces to receive them. And just like today, how I was in my way, I think I'm in my way of that too. Uh-huh. But at the same time, like I said, I feel like the Lord knows who he created and he knows that I know I'm not ready. He knows that I know I got work to do and, uh, you know, timing. Yeah, exactly. Patience and timing. It'll, it'll happen when it's supposed to. Yeah. You know, but you, if you're working on yourself, that's, that puts you ahead of a lot of these women that are out here now because they don't know they need to be working on themselves and they're just out here. You know, going around doing fuck shit with other fuck up people. Yeah. And just prolonging their situation instead of waiting, fixing their shit, and then being like, all right, now nah, I'm ready to go. I'm good. I took some time off. I worked on me. I know what I want. I know what I will and won't stand for right now. Let's make moves. Right. You're jumping from man to man and using the same same type of uh, blueprint that you've been using. You'll get the same result because once again I ask the same question. What is what is the definition of insanity? Doing the same thing and getting the same results, yeah. bitch. Thank you. <laughs> Are y'all fucking insane? <laughs> That's the reality. Yeah. 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 Good investments, man. And it doesn't always have to be about money. A lot of it be about time and that shit you can't get back. I don't give a fuck if you have millions of dollars. So um, I want to thank everybody that been sitting in here dropping messages. If you want to drop a last message before we get out of here, please drop it now. Everybody that's just been sticking around for the show, we appreciate you. You can find our full episodes on the Real Relationship Report podcast, which is on your podcast platforms. Look it up. It's on there. Subscribe. Retweet it. We appreciate you. We are on Twitter. Put in the Real Relationship Report or hashtag triple R or RRR. You'll find it. We are on Instagram at OG underscore dungeon for dungeon and you can find me at she gets it pod and um, if you have any show questions you could DM us if you have any show topics you would like us to discuss drop it in there we'll check it but we appreciate you guys for sticking around and dropping in your messages and sharing the show I'm gonna click on this button do you have anything else you want to say dungeon before I click on this button Oh, no, we appreciate y'all. Thank you for your participation. And thank you for hopefully taking notes tonight. Yes. An attractive person for a good man or a great man. Yeah. Make sure you're that good woman. Yeah. Yeah. Dungeon is right. Dungeon, I'm taking notes just to make sure I'm with the program. Um, making sure that I'm not doing any of the wrong things. So I think, I think I might be okay. Um, but the crazy part, I feel like those women keep winning. Like every time I see a Karen, 
there's a man behind her supporting her providing for her and like do you think that these women just act good and then when they get the ring they go crazy or do you think they're crazy before the ring and the man just like goes along with it <laughs> I think also with crazy women there are crazy men who love them because they're crazy yeah and don't get it twisted crazy women can't hide that shit Brianna yeah <laughs> And how did, they're crazy. Everything, it doesn't matter what they do, it will come out. You can, they will let you know basically on the first date that they're crazy. You can, by the time you get to question number five, they'll have said some crazy shit or they'll be twitching, eyes are rolling in the back of their head. They're gonna do something that you're gonna be like, What's that? That's not normal. You know, <laughs> it'll let you know. Trust me, they don't, they don't go crazy after the man. The man that's usually with them is one of them I love drama ass dudes. Yeah. Or he's crazy himself. And then the woman's been crazy because she'll let you know for the jump. Yeah, I just stabbed three or four of my ex-husbands. You'd be like, nah, I'm not. We good. <laughs> we good here. I'm not I'm not even gonna deal with this. You know, they're not they're not hiding the crazy. You want the crazy and they want it. So they they y'all deal with it, trust me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's definitely important. I think men are scared that like you'll abandon them if something happens so i think that's definitely good to to show that and let them know um in case something happens definitely yes i'm telling you that the, the emotion that comes over a man when he sees that when you your your woman holding your mom as you laying there in that hospital bed or whatever and you got that support mm-hmm. i'm telling you you want that ring you ain't never got to ask for it quicker you'll get it and and this is another thing also and don't be like bamboozled by this shit too if a man is going through his 20s his 30s and some of his 40s not taking care of himself and then he goes to his second doctor's appointment all his life and then now all of a sudden (laughs) he wants to be clingy and let's go get married Yeah, don't Don't take that man's health yep okay because you're going to figure out that, oh, he got married to you so you could be his nurse. Yep. I'm not into men living their hot boy summers all their life and then getting to a point where their body can't do shit anymore and now you want to settle down. Mm-hmm. Because all you're going to leave is a widow and a single mother to remember their dad and I, I'm not doing it I'm not taking care of no man that's not willing to take care of himself oh as you should not so you should not be that's that thank you guys for listening to the real relationship rapport dungeon I hope you enjoy your weekend yep. and if a lovely lady calls you daddy during a exchange of energy this weekend happy father's day <laughs> <laughs> Well, I appreciate it. Thank you. Um, to the fathers in these streets, because you know the men don't be getting no love on Father's Day. Okay. So, you know, it's, it's about time. You know, we're celebrating Juneteenth, and we're getting Father's Day. Like, the fathers should get some love this weekend. It's a, it's a big, big, big weekend for us, you know, getting this new holiday and Father's Day being right the next day. So all the fathers who deserve it, really show them some love this weekend. There's a lot of cookouts going on, especially in my area. There's a little heat wave on this side. So um, y'all get out, show some love to the actual men who really deserve it. Yeah. You know, and uh, Shan, thank you for coming through with the gyms for uh, our clientele tonight. 
you know, I'm sure everybody's enjoyed it. Uh, we, we hope we drop some jewels for the women so that we can make sure that you can hold on to this good man and don't sabotage yourself. Thank you for the list. This was A1. Yeah, I, yeah, I had to do the list. I was like, no, we got to have some writing shit, writing tools tonight. <laughs> I need to <laughs> They're gonna be off. Got one more message, and then gotta get out of here. All right. Let's see. Um, dungeon. I need to get something off my chest. I just don't want to feel guilty about this, but I'm dating a single father. We've only gone out twice, but I am not attracted to him physically or sexually. And it's not me being picky. Everyone on here knows I like short guys, bald guys, big guys, um, little guys. I'm all over the map, but. From day one, I was not attracted, but I still gave him a chance. And he's the total package, and he, like, treats me like a queen, but I just cannot, I just don't have the attraction, and he deserves someone that is, like, obsessed with him. And should I feel guilty about that? I mean, it is what it is. I I just can't help it. And I know sometimes the attraction can grow, but it's kind of going the opposite. I feel bad. I don't want to waste his time. Damn. I have an ex like Damn. that. It's never going to work. And there's someone that wants to take me out that's like that too. Like he's cool. I can talk to him about anything, but there's no like attraction there for it to be anything. So here's my thing with with what you're saying, Chan, and what Brianna just said. What is me. it about them that you're not attracted to? So Brianna, what is it about him that you don't find attractive? And I get it what you're saying. It's only getting worse. But, like, is it... Is Because it, you just said it, the, the, you're all over the map physically. So, you know, Sham, so call back with that, Brianna. Before it's, I ask it's, it's something physically. It's something that's very um, shallow that you feel guilty that that's what it is. But the reality is, for me, I can speak for me, if I don't crave you and I don't lust you while I love you as a person, mm-hmm. it's not gonna work. I yeah. have to I have to have both. And with that comes some of the shallow shit, some of the surface shit, some of the things you were born with, it cannot be fixed. This is what your mama gave you, and I don't want it. Well, if we not, if dick size, it's not even dick what? size because, <laughs> because I have I, no, I have an ex with a disability dick. I'm talking about a dick you should go put in molding and sell it because it would it would fly off of shelves for women. You said a disability dick is that? A, <laughs> yes, a disability <laughs> dick, a, a dick that should be getting a check. You know what I'm saying? But the reality reality (laughs) is I don't want it and I don't crave it and I don't want to look at it. And if if I have to want it and if I don't want it, I'm never going to want it. And there's nothing you're going to do to put it in my face, drop it on my face or anything. I'm not going to want it. So all right, I'm listen to listen to uh, Brianna's answer. I'm I'm gonna I'm drop the male perspective on this. I'm not attracted. I feel bad saying this. You're putting me on the spot, Dungeon. But yes, I'm not attracted to him uh, from the neck up. 
okay? And to give you an example, um, my celebrity crushes are like Kevin James, um, Russell Crowe, Dave Franco. So I don't have a preference for like height, hair, bald, body size or anything like that. It's just, um, I'm just not vibing with it. And I think affection is important and we're not going to be able to get to that if I'm not feeling it. Yeah. She's okay. So you're hundred percent right. Both of y'all hundred percent right. I'm, and I actually am an advocate for um, not continuing something with someone you're not attracted to because you are simply wasting their time and your own time. But I will say now you're saying it's neck up. Ain't really much you can do about that. But sometimes something will happen over time. And you will find out that he's incredible at something else. <laughs> and, uh, you know, that might be a little Oh, compromise. I know. I, they always <laughs> are because if they're intelligent, they know that they, they lack in somewhere and they know where they lack in by now, especially yes. if, they're in the, if they're in their 30s or their 40s. But the thing is, I got to be proud about who next to me. I got to be yeah. proud about who I'm lifing with. And you yeah. know what's so crazy? I could possibly do the butterface man. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm not trying to reproduce. So you, you're going to come ugly and you're going to leave ugly. But yeah. I, still, ugly. <laughs> I still don't want that. Yeah. No, I, I, I get it. I, I, I'm an advocate for you do need to be attracted to someone that you want to have something long-term with, especially sexually. So I would say to you, Bree, I'd let him go on a nice term just so you don't have that karma come back to you for wasting his time or wasting yours and going, I mean, I get it. it. It's hard because you're like, damn, everything else is there. And it, it's not even shallow. It's realistic because you're it's like, I want to be attracted. Look, Dungeon, this is another benefit of being a man. Because when men deal with ugly women, they can just tell them to turn over and put their face in the pillow and don't look back here. <laughs> well, well, we can't do if that. our body's right. We if can't body... do that. We could probably make them stifle, <laughs> you know? You know, we could probably be like, oh no, like, not yet. You know, yes. but for how long? And ugly niggas always want to kiss. They always Why? want to They want to kiss <laughs> and they want to hug since like high yeah. school. Where my yeah. hug Nobody ever wants to hug the person that's talking about where my hug at. You're not getting yeah. one. And it, and if I had a son, I would teach him never be the where my hug at boy. My hug at you. Never. You let them girls come hug you. Yes. You don't sit there and ask where my hug at because that means you ugly. Yeah. <laughs> why you, why you out of here? Oh my <laughs> you know? god! So we all know that. Don't nobody, don't nobody attractive ever have to ask. Hug at people will come up to you and hug you naturally. That's a fact. That's a fact. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Well, yeah. You might have to let that go. You might have to hit the hit the hit the drawing board again, man. Because uh, unfortunately, you know how, I, and I, how I get rid of like that. Look, huh? I get rid of men like that by telling them about a fuck a paid I have with another man. Oh, that's the easy way to do it. Yeah. And especially if I tell you, so I'll tell you one real quick before we get off. Somebody, I was listening to another show today and somebody said on the show, 
Oh, uh, the worst way to get to find out somebody was cheating on you is when, um, or that they're break that you're breaking up with someone is that they're leaving you for somebody else. I'm like, that's the worst way. I'm like, and that means that they were also dealing with that person the whole time they were dealing with you. Yeah. I was like, why would, how, how are they leaving you for somebody else that they weren't around? You know, you don't just up and be like, yo, I'm leaving <laughs> this person over here. I'm like, I'm like, you were getting played the whole time. Yeah. So that's a dumbass fault for not knowing that, like, the inconsistencies of someone who don't, you know, don't follow up with you and, and, and only calls you once a week. And only come to see you once a month just to dick you down, and you thought that was a real relationship. That's your fault. That's a fact. <laughs> they don't gonna leave me and be like, "Oh, yeah, I'm leaving. I'm gonna you leave me for somebody else because you are the most inconsistent motherfucker I know." I'm like, I already know it. Like, and I wouldn't be mad about it. But somebody said, "Oh, that would bother the hell out of me." I'm like, you should know what's happening. Listen, <laughs> like, the, the weekend, the weekend has a song about how he only sees this girl at a certain time of night. Yeah. And that girl prides herself on that. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> we got two more messages. <laughs> Hold on, let's play. I know that's right. Where's my hug at? Ugly people. Uh-oh, I feel you on that. that yeah, he definitely sounds like uh, he needs somebody that he got to ask that question. <laughs> hey, thanks, Chan. Thanks, Dungeon. And um, my next move, I'll let you go. I won't leave any more comments, but my next move is to join another gym, okay? Because I need multiple streams of dating income. So I thought, you know what? What about that other gym across the street? There's a whole new batch of men. So yeah, I'm being, I'm getting creative over here. But yeah, y'all have a good night. Love y'all. Uh, yeah, just yeah. don't do Planet Fitness. Those aren't the type of males you probably want. No. <laughs> you need you need like Gold's Gym guys and and the real what is twenty four hour fitness where they let you make noise, and be a man. <laughs> <laughs> so they go get you. This was a good one. It definitely was. It definitely was. I hope everybody enjoyed it. Right. And once enjoy your weekend. Try not to get caught up in the playoff festivities, even though y'all <laughs> lost tonight. Uh, I want. <laughs> and this is this is why I say like I have no faith in anything that any sport team that comes out of Atlanta because they always get to like the end and drop it. I I can't den- deny you on that, but this this shit is weird that y'all did this year mm-hmm. because the fact you even went this far in the playoffs, nobody expected this year. Me either. The- so even the game with this. With this uh, Sixers, I was like, "Oh, they gonna lose." I wasn't expecting us yeah. to lose. Yeah, like you become, the, like you made the Sixers the underdog. That's fucking ridiculous. Yeah, we're like, people are like, "Yo, Atlanta about to win this series." I'm like, "Over the Sixers, the Sixers were predicted to beat the Brooklyn Nets at one point." <laughs> you know, like that's crazy for y'all, man. So you know, it's, I get why it's crazy, but that that Game Seven in Philly is gonna be even crazier. So because it's two cities where. Niggas like to show out, <laughs> especially right. if they don't win. And Philly fans, <laughs> Philly fans are crazy. They are definitely crazy. So, you know, gotta, y'all, y'all make sure y'all be safe. All right. This <laughs> is the last message and we getting out of here. I was going to say to Brianna, I'll be forgetting how to spell my name. And I hope that just because you're not attracted to him, the only reason you're holding this, this guy on is because he's a single father. Oh, the single father. Just leave him. He's a single father. He'll be okay. Because there's always 
fishing the sea for him, you know. So always fishing the sea. But just that, don't tell me that's the reason why. Because he's a single father and he's a good guy, you know. But if you don't like somebody, you got to get rid of them. It's going to be chaos. Chaos. Wake up and see their face and stuff and they're bad in bed. Oh. <laughs> yeah, you don't have to wake up to an ugly face every day. That's not a good look. Beyonce has no problem with it. Listen, yeah, because there's hundreds of billions of stacks behind that ugly face. <laughs> Let me get out of here before we get another message. Yeah, right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Y'all be good. Bye. Peace.